Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of my podcast. Um, I do sound a little, like, nasally and stuffed up. It's bothering me so much, but I'm just not gonna not record because of that. Um, why did my Wi-Fi just completely go out? That's perfect timing because I need this document I'm looking at. Um, welcome back to the second episode of my podcast. I'm just gonna go over a couple things. I don't know if you've listened to my first one. If not, you can go ahead and do that if you want to. If not, you can also just listen to this one. Um, I'm going to be talking on relationships today. That's basically the whole topic of today's episode. Um, I'm just going to be talking about my experiences with relationships. And again, if you haven't listened to the last episode, uh, I will be answering a question that I got talking about like, can you talk about your past relationships, how they've impacted you, how you've changed, what did you learn from them, etc. So I don't know how long this episode is going to be. It may be I'm assuming a little longer than last episode, so this may be, you know, one to listen to on a walk, on a run while you're working out. It's going to be a little, probably lengthier, but it will be good. Trying to think of anything else I wanted to say. I have an Instagram. If you don't follow it, it's Voice Memos for Mads. I'll be posting updates on there. I also wanted to mention I did a poll on there and it was 50-50, so that did not help at all. I wanted to see what people wanted to say in response of when I should upload podcasts, but now that I think about it, I kind of really don't care if there's a a specific day lined up for podcast uploads. I might just do it randomly because that might be more fun and I just post whenever I want to and have a free time instead of like making myself post by a Monday or Friday when, you know, work and school can be difficult a certain week and not, you know, so I think it'd work out better like that. I'm going to jump right into the topic just because I want to start talking about it. I think this is going to be a lengthy episode, so I just want to get started right away. I'm going to just see. I don't think. Okay, let's see. So, also, two more things. I tried to reduce background noise in this episode. I hope... I, I Well, I want to go listen back to that last episode on Spotify once it was uploaded I think once I was listening to it right away off, like, the audio recorder I used, it sounded worse, but then once it actually was uploaded and stuff, it did not sound bad at all. I was, uh, recording holding the microphone, now it's set down, so I think it will be a little better, and I had a fan on, so I thought that was gonna make a lot of noise in the background, so hopefully this sounds okay today. Um, again, if you have any ever, like, things you want to say to me to make any part of my podcast better please I will never get offended I just love feedback um I think it will help a lot I also got so pissed off by saying how many times I said um I'm really trying to reduce that I also last time the whole podcast like was not planned like everything I said was completely off of my head so I think that's probably why this episode I have a lot of pages of talking points so I don't think I can sound like that again. Um, there we go. I already said it. We're going to start off with the question again, just to start off this topic. Someone asked last time, can you talk about how your past relationships have impacted who you are now? How you've changed? What did you learn from them? This topic is going to be a wide variety of advice, red flags, uh, personal stories. A lot of it's personal, so yeah, but, um, oh my god, I'm already saying, um, I don't want to re-record this, so I'm just, I, whatever, I already hate half this episode. <laughs> okay, so, 
I'm just really going to be going from one to another. I have a bunch of random topics. Some of them's personal. Some of them's just my advice. So here we go. The first thing I want to talk about is first dates, which I feel like makes the most sense to start off with. I really like first dates, but I think they can be tricky. I have had, I guess, two real first dates I've ever really been on, and those were the two more serious relationships I've ever been in. The first one was a dinner date at a very nice Italian restaurant, like, locally to me. This is good, and I think it's a classic date, but... And there was nothing wrong with it. We sat down and talked for hours. Like, I think we talked until the restaurant closed and we were the last people there. It's a good way to get to know people and talk, but I also think there's other things to do that can make it less awkward. Not that that was awkward at all. It was a very good date, like I said, and you want to get to know the person. I hate when people are like, I don't want to talk that much on my first date. Like, what do you want to do? Like, what do you expect to, like, how else do you expect to get to know them? I don't understand where that's coming from, but... I think there's better first dates, such as another one I've been on, which was probably the best first date I've ever been on. Um, It was a group date, which I also think is such a good idea because it's so much more fun and less awkward and you're putting all your friends kind of in a situation with you. It's also a lot safer as well. So I went to a fair. Um, Oh my God, I'm already saying them. We're going to stop. I went to a fair... This was a plan. So my friends and I were going to the fair already. No intention of doing anything, going out with boys, going, just the three of us were going to go. We had that plan. Then I happened to start talking to this kid again that, whatever, we had kind of started talking. We got into a conversation and all of a sudden he's like, what are you doing tonight or tomorrow? Like, I really want to hang out with you. So of course, I asked my friend if it's okay that we were doing this. I just thought of the best idea. Why don't we invite them along? And of course, if they were like, no, this is a girl's night, I would have been like, yeah, no, he's like getting pushed to tomorrow. But they were like, oh my God, that would be so fun. Ask if he has two single friends. And I was like, that's the perfect idea. So he brought two single friends along. I brought two two of my single friends along and it was a group date. It was so much fun. And it worked out very well. It was not awkward and it was a perfect setting. Also, the fair was like the best idea in the entire world. Because there's something to do and you're, like, out of your comfort zone a little on the first date. So, it kind of pushes you to, like, see what they like and don't like and have conversation. It was also good because we definitely, like, walked... Not walked away, but, like, were a little distant from his friends. And, like, I made sure, like, they were getting to know them, like, his friends as well. While I had time, not alone, but, like, a little more distant to, like, talk to him and stuff. So, I think that was one of my best dates. Actually, the best first date I've ever really been on. Um, So, basically, I think dinner is fine. I just think it's so basic. I just... Settings of... Fairs are doing... Going to do stuff is so much more better. I'm trying to think of anything else to say about that. Also, this is just my opinion. I think... I may be just, like, insane with my intuition. I've always thought I've had the best intuition about everything and anything. I feel like I can tell pretty much off the bat, off our first date, if I'm going to date you or if it's going to be, like, serious. I have to say, off of those dinner dates and the fair date, I knew right away, like, I was going to date them or I was extremely interested in them. I feel like if you're not sure, that's a red flag in itself. Not a red flag, but just a sign in itself. If you're not, like, wanting to go home and text them, not that you need to, but if you if you're so interested, you want to like continually hanging out with them, and talk to them after that date, and they do too. I feel like that's the best green flag there is. If one party seems a little more distant, I feel like it wasn't 
necessarily meant to be. Doesn't mean it can't get better. I just personally am like that. Next topic is red flags. Just in general, this is not the first date. This is just overall stuff I have witnessed, been through, seen that I don't like and think down the road can lead to bigger problems. The first one is dating apps on the phone. I cannot express how much this bothers me. I have two stories and one's good and one is bad. So actually with the same two guys I just talked about on our first dates, this was once we both started, well, one of them, the first one I'm going to explain, this was once, once we were official and started dating. So he wanted to take my parents out to dinner. He is very formal and wanted my parents to know who I was dating and get to know him and love him, like very like wanted to impress some kind of person. So we went out to this, actually the same place we went out to our first date, we took my parents to for dinner, whatever. We're at the table, we're eating like dessert and he gets a notification on his phone. I see the icon and I was like, there's no way. And I like looked at, and I couldn't see, it was one of those things like the face ID, unless you do your face ID, I can't see what the message or like what it says. But it was like the Tinder name and the icon and I was like, there's no way. I'm sitting at dinner with my parents with this guy started dating and there's a tinder notification and I just remember actually my heart dropped I've never felt nauseous in my entire life I was like I could go to the bathroom right now and throw up everything I just ate um so I of course the way I am I'll talk about this actually later I'm not good at expressing how I feel or like just being upfront about like stuff that's bothering me in relationships so I was like basically being kind of quiet in the car and he's like, so what's going on? He finally got it out of me and I was like, I saw a Tinder notification on your phone. Like we were just at dinner with my parents, like what the fuck? And he was like, oh, like, uh, like what? He didn't even know. And he was like, what the fuck? And then he went to go show me and it was just, it wasn't like a message from anyone. It was just a one of those stupid general notifications from apps. But I was like, okay, you realize the fact you still have the app though is like weird. Like... I don't care was not a girl. It's so weird you have the app. So that's personally a big red flag to me. Why do they feel the need to keep the app on their phone once they're dating? Like, and then he only dated it because I said that. But like, imagine like down the road, I'm like, how long, how much longer would have it taken to like him to delete that? So getting into the opposite story, which made me very happy. This is a different guy. And we were not dating yet. And I remember one night we had gone, it wasn't like a formal date. It was very like casual going to like dinner or something. And I was sitting next to him at dinner and he was just like going on his phone doing whatever. And then he starts like deleting the dating apps off, off of his phone. And this was before we were official. And I remember looking and I was like, oh my God, like that just made me so happy. That's what men should be doing. Like if you're that serious on the talking stage, on the verge of dating, like, delete them. And, like, especially in front of your girl, like, she's going to be so happy and, like, think the best. If you're waiting until after your official to delete them, I don't get that. I'm just going to make the girl upset and feel weird. So, that was one of the best things that made me feel so comfortable, that relationship and how serious he, like, was before we were official. Like, deleting dating apps made me so happy. That was basically, like, my confirmation. Like, he wanted me. And I remember telling my friends, and they're like, oh my god, like, that's amazing. Because not every guy is like that. And they were like, wow, like, that that's, like, that's set in stone. Like, he's going to ask you out soon. I was like, okay, perfect. So, that really uh, kind of answered my thoughts, I guess, on, like, the what are we. Um, Other topics I kind of wrote down, well, 
in terms of red flags are like snapchatting girls or talking to other girls unless they're established as closer best friends is very weird to me i remember um a certain ex actually a couple certain exes um snapchatting girls all the time in front of me like and i'm like who are these girls especially one of them like always snapchatting girls from other towns and like we were younger so like it was people from other towns I didn't know, but that still made me weird. Like, what is a... And the biggest thing I have to say, actually, this might be my best piece of advice. When guys are, like, weirded out by, like, why do you care about I'm being this being a friend with a girl or something? Anything about girls. Girls have the best intuition about other girls. I've explained this to some guys. I know when a girl is interested in you or is trying to get something out of you or anything sus about a girl because I'm a girl. That's why we get so mad. Like, we know what a girl is trying to do or the reason she's acting the way she is. So if you're Snapchatting her, she's getting the idea you want her. And that's embarrassing for me because, like, my boyfriend's going to snap another girl from another town that isn't me. Like, that's- she's like, what the fuck? Like, she's definitely thinking that's fucking weird too, so- that's something I don't like. Um, I've definitely had relationships where I've been, like, a little uncertain of girls in their life. And then I meet them and I'm like, holy shit, I love them. Like, people can definitely get weirded out by girl best friends. I don't believe in that. I definitely have had my, like, questionable, like, times in multiple relationships. And then I meet them and, like, they're the nicest people and it's clear they're best friends. So, I do believe that's possible, I swear. Some people are like, there's no way it's so sus. Like, no, I believe it's possible. The next topic I'm going to go to is independency in a relationship. This is more of a recent thing I've learned. I fortunately had a very good certain ex that taught me this the most. I've kind of stemmed from one of my past relationships wanting it and then going into the next and he was like already on that page. So it made so much sense. Um, one of the first couple of days of talking to one of my past boyfriends, we weren't, again, official, this was just us talking, we somehow got into a discussion of, like, codependency and how toxic it is and how bad it is for relationships. Now that I look back on it and, like, I dated him and, like, whatever, he really held his ground to that and not in a bad way. He never made it, and I don't, he, he was so healthy in the way he could explain things and then, like, teach you about it. And I have to say, we were pretty good about it our whole relationship. He was the first boyfriend, I feel like, that showed each other, like, why it's good to be so independent. Like, do your own thing and have your own life and have your own hobbies. And, like, there was one relationship where I somewhat ended it over the fact he was so codependent on me. And, like, he could not do a single thing without me. I was so... Like, there would just be times where, like, I'd wake up and he'd be like, Okay, so what are we doing today? I'm like, can I not go hang out with my friend or, like do something on my own. Like, not that I don't love spending a lot of my time, but it was so codependent. I'm a person who gets very clingy and, like, very attached. But even with this person, I was like, can't, I just need a break. Like, you, I can't spend every waking second of the day with you. It's just not it. Um. So, in that healthy relationship that I learned, you know, independency the best, we both maintained friendships, family, you know, relationships. We both had jobs. We both were in school. We both did stuff like that was so enjoyable outside of like our relationship that really I think made it the way it was and like so healthy if you don't let them go and do their own things it's almost as if you don't want them to grow or get more opportunities I was so excited when 
he would tell me like, I might go and get this job or I might go do this or I want to do this or school. Like, I was just so, I like, that's how it should be. Like, life doesn't revolve around our relationship and you have to understand that. And the same thing, like, I remember getting an internship at the start of a relationship and I've never had someone be so supportive. Like, whether them and I see him less or not, like, he was, like, so proud of me. And I remember, like, that being a signal of, like, how much I, like, really wanted to date him. I don't know if we were official yet or not. I don't, we must, it must have been the first, like, couple of days, but just his reaction to, like, me getting things in life or, like, doing things, school or work related, like, he was just so proud of me and I was like, wow, like, this is really making me want to do better and do my own things that don't revolve just around us. In the past, at summer parties, I definitely cried because of a past relationship where I was told... They would let me go out and have fun, but I was, like, constantly bombarded with calls or texts or why don't you call me or what, like, just wanting updates 24-7 and I understand that to an extent, like, to be safe, but you have my location, don't fucking call me every second of the day while I'm at this party, like, let me enjoy it. That's another thing. We had each other's location and it still would be, like, a question of, like, every fucking thing. I was literally crying at summer parties, like, a couple years ago, like, being miserable, like, being yelled at over text and shit, being- it was so bad. And this summer was completely different with my healthy relationship. I enjoyed summer. I was never questioned or told- like, I was never asked a million times or if my phone died, there was a way he could reach me. Like, I would- this is where I'm trying to get at. My past way- old relationship my phone died somewhere one time and he started freaking out on me because my phone died and I was like you realize I'm literally at someone's house and it's not an emergency if god forbid anything happens like call my parents like what the like I don't it was a crazy thing I was not at a party I was literally hanging out at someone's house and he was freaking out that my phone died I was like can you shut up like for one (laughs) but like other like I don't know just extremely controlling um kind of in an independency part but if you're miserable with your significant other and you're not allowed to go do stuff like that's where you need to change like you cannot let them control your life like whether you think it's toxic or not you'll see it eventually because it will just get into like more and more problems I thought at first I was like oh it's just one fight over this and then everything that revolved around me not doing something with him just controlled my like the rest of our relationship it was so bad like it was insane how bad it would get um I guess this doesn't really have to do with independency I just wrote it under this topic but people getting scared of like hurting the other person and wanting to break up with them is like the worst fear in the entire world I completely understand that I've been there but now that I've done it I was like I've never been more relieved if you're suffering a relationship don't fucking stay like You cannot deal with that shit anymore. Exactly what I'm talking about. Like, controlled. I was so... I just was over the bullshit I had to deal with. Like, I'm going to a party with my fucking friends. Like, I don't need to call you 13 times and tell you when I'm coming home. Like, not even that. Obviously, I tell them when I'm coming home. But, like, just to the extent it was fucking insane. Like, don't control my fucking life. Like, this isn't gonna go... The relationship's not gonna go far if you control my life at all. Like, in the slightest. Like... If you think about especially, like, a life with that person or, like, go to the point of talking about marriage, like, which I did with this person, like, you you expect us to have our own lives when we're married, then what is right now? Like, that makes no sense. 
Um, another thing I wrote was find or breaking up with my toxic boyfriend led me to find the healthiest relationship I've ever been in. I think that's like something people are scared of. I'll never like you get so attached. It's almost like a weird, I don't know. It's probably something to do with psychology. And I actually am interested in looking into it because that's another thing. I love relationships and talking about them so much and giving advice because I'm so interested in the psychology of everyone and love and all this shit. So I love talking about this shit. Uh, But breaking up with my toxic boyfriend led me to finding the healthiest person I've ever met relationship wise. Actually in my life probably like just like a very healthy person overall that's like changed my life. I thought I was going to break up with this guy and my life would be ruined. I would never find a boyfriend that appreciated me as much as like just never thought it would compare even though I broke up with him I didn't want to I couldn't be controlled I like couldn't deal with it anymore but in the back of your head you're still like okay like he still loved me this much he's still like whatever like I'll never find someone like that but that's not true I swear once you leave the toxic relationship everything in your life just falls in pieces and like comes together and it makes so much sense so don't ever be scared because I swear I've never felt more relieved. I met the most amazing people in my life after I broke up with my toxic boyfriend, I swear. Another thing about independency is like, God forbid you break up, which happened to me in this toxic relationship. You literally don't have any of your own memories, sometimes friendships, hobbies, interests, anything by yourself to do. I just, the only thing I can say that I didn't even write down, I'm actually proud I remembered this was YouTube throughout a couple of relationships is something I've I mean I don't really do it anymore that's a whole nother topic I do want to get back on YouTube but something that was my own interest that had nothing to do with them was YouTube and I'm very proud of myself for like continuing to do that and like having my own interest and hobby but I like really definitely lost a lot of friendships during or like lack of like I don't know what you would call it Like, it seemed like I didn't care about my friends, I guess, because I was, like, constantly doing this and that. But, like, the couple times I would go out with friends or go do this and that, like, it was a constant fight and shit. So, but I think they kind of knew that, like, it's not like I'm choosing to not see them, but it's, like, it was such a bad thing. Um, Just, yeah, you gotta, you gotta have your own fucking friendships and memories and shit outside of that relationship or else it will never flourish, like... This is something I said to someone the other day. I was like, if you guys... About someone's relationship right now. I was like, if you guys are that serious and want to get married and are, you know, thinking of that much of a future together and you have lost friends because of this relationship, who the fuck is going to be your bridesmaids? Who the fuck is going to be at your wedding? Like, not to be a bitch. Like, seriously, like, if you guys are thinking that seriously, think about the actual wedding. Who the fuck is going to be there for you if you turn down all your friends and are losing friendships over this guy he's gonna have all these people maybe or neither of you will but then it's like a lonely fucking life like god forbid you break up like you need people in your life that are not your boyfriend and girlfriends like i can't i can't understand it this is already a 23 uh minutes i don't know how long this is gonna be maybe i might split it into two parts and upload one one part and whatever i think once i get to like 30 to 40 minutes i might cut it so Obviously, I'll say that at the end, but I'm already seeing the time and I feel like I have a couple more things to talk about. Next topic is privacy. I don't think this is a bad thing. I think people take this the wrong way. 
I have learned from a past relationship that I posted so much and it wasn't a bad thing. Go ahead and do that. Like, show off your boyfriend and girlfriend and, like, do whatever you want. The only problem I had was, like, the minute I delete everything, everyone knows my fucking business. Everyone knows that relationship is over and that's what pisses me off over social media where you're constantly checking up on this and that person and showing off their relationship or seeing if they broke up. Like, so many people are invested in your life. It's kind of, like, weird. The minute I deleted that shit, everyone knew we're done. And then people, like, guys would start to hit me up and stuff. And I was like, that's so, like, can, can you not? Like, I just fucking deleted the pictures yesterday. Can you not DM me being like, oh my god, like, you're so pretty. Like, literally stop. That's also a reason why I hate it. But I just don't like people being in my business. I feel like the only people that need to know shit is, like, the people that are important to you in your life. Um, Not to say don't post, but I just would have post, like, excessively to the point where, like, when I had to leave everything, people were like, oh, yeah, they're done. Like, they knew. So, I think <laughs> keeping it off social media can also help for some reason. I don't know why, but it's just, like, too many people are up your butt about, or, like, keeping tabs on you or weird, like, I don't know. It can get weird. I just prefer keeping it offline. I've definitely posted, like, my exes a couple times like recent you know recent like relationships so not to the extent has I did I feel like and it definitely helped in our relationship in the long term uh, another thing I wanted to say another kind of short topic was like I don't know it's just me I also have to say I did not realize this but I have not really, really been single since I was 19 years old. I'm now 22. That is insane. Like, not to say that, like, if I was in a happy working relationship, like, that's not a problem. I've been in two relationships since I was 19, and I cannot believe I'm, like, finally single again. It's just so weird to me. Um, But I, the thing I have to say, whether they were good or bad relationships between those two... I never let, like, a guy, like, I, both relationships were just relationships. I had nothing in between, like, like, I didn't have to go, like, wondering. It was, like, both, like, pretty straight off the first date being, like, okay, this is gonna be a thing and this is gonna get, not serious, but, like, we're gonna date. Like, I would not, I'm so happy now that I didn't have to, like, have situationships or flings or things that, were iffy it was like no I met them I went on a date I started talking to them for this long and then we started dating like I'm actually very proud of myself I didn't let like myself I don't know how to express it like let myself do that I was just like no like if I like them this is official otherwise like we're not doing this so I'm actually proud of myself it was two very solid relationships for the most part that kind of just worked right off the bat so I'm kind of lucky about that my point was like the no commitment thing if that's what you're doing like that's the other thing this whole podcast about relationships I'm not talking about like hookup culture or like flings or like other things like I'm talking about fully committed relationships you're in like that are kind of serious um but I guess I just wanted to include this I just if you're like hanging out with a guy and he you kind of already would have said like if he's still having dating apps or you think he's talking to other girl like just that's not a, that's not worth your time I knew as soon as I started talking to these guys they just wanted me and that was it like there was no fucking question of like we were gonna date or we were gonna like keep talking for a very long time this was gonna get to a point of dating 
if you're questioning it at all, like, that's a fucking sign. Just don't go through with it. I, like, knew, especially with my last relationship, like, it was a constant, like, want to talk to each other. Not, like, a need or feeling bad or, like, replying. Like, we were constantly talking and hanging out with each other every day since our first date. Like, it was a want for both of us. It wasn't forced. So, that's one I feel like you really know. Otherwise, if you're, like, not hearing from them for a day or something, like, just don't deal with that bullshit. You'll know when someone wants you. Uh, my next thing I wrote down was in good and bad ways, relationships and how you are treated with them affect you as a person. Basically, I guess it's kind of, like, it's for life overall, but you kind of pull it into each relationship is, like, the toxic relationship, the toxic relationship I talked about, I, you know, went to go find the healthiest relationship I was ever in, but I still, like, was dealing with coping with, like, working through toxic shit from that last relationship going into a healthy one, which is, I'm so glad it was healthy and not another toxic one, but it put a lot on me and that other person to, like, have to work through it and it kind of sucks like no matter how much time I feel like you have between relationships it still can be like you not comparing I don't want to say that word but you learning from your last relationship and dealing with that and like not putting it on the next person but there's always going to be some sort of like hope it's not that again and it's kind of difficult but you got to work through it I feel like I was going to talk more on that I just don't have much more to say so Another point I was going to make is, I feel like a, I don't know, maybe this is just me. I feel like some of this is just all opinionated and just my, me making no sense. I feel like people, for some reason, get so caught up in, like, how long relationships are. Does that make sense? Like, people, people compare relationships which is uh, I feel like talking about relationships is so dramatic within people I don't know why it's like everyone's business but it's something everyone wants to know about each other I feel like if someone's like oh how long have you guys been dating and you're like six months and you're like oh so like you guys just started dating like yes but I the only way I can describe it's like my my longest relationship was a year and seven months but it was the most unhealthy toxic relationship I wanted to leave it months prior and it didn't have a ton of memories. Like it did, but not in terms of like stuff we did, adventures we went on, places we went, whatever. My best and healthiest relationship was six months and I did more in that relationship than I ever did with a guy I dated for a year and seven months. Does that make sense? Like I feel like people like are like, well, it's just six months and I'm like, but it was better than a year and seven months of a toxic relationship. You get what I'm saying? Like... I literally did so much more in that small, short relationship than I would have ever done. And, like, like him as a person better than I ever did to my previous person that dated longer. If that makes any sense at all. I feel like people don't... They take, like, lengths of relationships and make it a thing. But it's, like, no, your your worst relationships can be the longest because you don't know how to get out of them. Sometimes, I also wrote this down, sometimes it goes longer because one person is scared to break something off, fear of anything, especially if it's toxic, like I literally said. That relationship, I promise you, would have been probably a year and three or four months if I actually broke it off when I wanted to, but I just kept cycling myself into being like, no, it will work out, no, it will work out, and then I didn't, and then eventually one day I had to end it, but that was definitely a couple last months of not 
being happy in the slightest. So don't, you know, think that was good at all. Okay. This uh, episode is definitely going to go longer than what I thought. So I think I'm going to do two parts, which is kind of annoying. I just don't want to make this too much to listen to at once. So right now I'm cutting it and there will be a second part, whether I upload those together or not. I know this is really annoying because most people want to listen to one episode and just have every topic and everything they want to say in once, but I did not anticipate talking for this long and then having to make a second part, but I have more to say and I feel like I definitely want to fit it in and just not cut that information. So I'm going to cut it here and I really think I'll try to post both episodes at once so you can listen one into another, but... I'm going to cut it here and I will continue where I left off in the next episode.